and welcome to This Week in James City County. I'm your host, Renee Dolman. Today, I am joined by Ryan Ash. Ryan is the chief of the James City County Fire Department. Welcome, Ryan. Thanks, Renee. Thanks for having me again. Glad to have you. It's been a while. It has been a while. Well, I'm glad, glad you're back. Okay, well, we thought that it would be a good idea since this is October, and October is Sudden Cardiac Arrest Month, that we have you come in and talk with us a little bit about what's going on in the world of sudden cardiac arrest. That's right. Thanks for having me. Um, so a couple things that we have happening in the Williamsburg area. Uh, first is a couple years ago, the two hospital systems here, Sentara, Williamsburg Regional, and uh, Riverside Doctors Hospital, did community health surveys, and we're looking at health challenges throughout the throughout our community, and cardiac health was identified as one of those top areas of focus. Mm-hmm. So the two hospital systems decided to tackle that together and proposed a project to become heart safe designated. Okay. So we went through that process, and in February of 2018... The greater Williamsburg area, which um, for this purpose comprises Williamsburg, James City County, York County, and the city of Pocosin, okay, became designated as a heart safe community, and we formed the Greater Williamsburg Heart Safe Alliance. So that's a partnership with the Greater Williamsburg Chamber and Tourism Alliance, okay. the two hospitals, Centera and Riverside, and as well as the uh, four fire and EMS agencies, the city of Williamsburg, York County, James City County, and the city of Pocosin. So we got together and focused on uh, improving access to public access automatic external defibrillators, or AEDs, out in the community, and also really trying to target hands-only CPR training. Uh, Many folks before maybe been through CPR training. um, Back in the days, we did mouth-to-mouth, and then we talked about using barrier devices. And Mm -hmm. really back in 2008, the American Heart Association said, really keep it simple, and just doing chest compressions is sufficient uh, for public access and for public CPR. So uh, yeah. We're doing those hands-only CPR trains. Let me interject. Do yeah. you still get to sing Staying Alive that's, in your head? That's right. There are a couple what they call CPR songs out Good. there. Staying okay. Alive is probably the most popular <laughs> of those. And that really helps you kind of set the rate right. and, uh, and keep keep in line with uh, doing CPR. So Greater Heart, Heart Safe Alliance started to really work on those areas within Williamsburg. Mm-hmm. And one of the initiatives that we wanted to do was the Pulse Point application. So we're pleased that this past Saturday on the 12th, we had a health fair over at the DeWitt Wallace Lawn in the city of Williamsburg, and mm-hmm. we announced the release, the official release of PulsePoint. Uh, so PulsePoint is kind of a combination of two things. There's PulsePoint Respond, which is a mobile application for your uh, smartphone okay. that alerts people in the vicinity that are CPR trained of a sudden cardiac arrest uh, in their area. Your phone will alert. You're notified of the location of that cardiac arrest and also the closest AED. Okay. And if you're CPR trained and you're comfortable doing that, we hope that you'll respond over and get started. You know, about a thousand people a day die from sudden cardiac arrest. Wow. And greater than 60% of them never receive any care until first responders arrive. Yet across America, we have about 13 million people a year that are trained in CPR. And more than half of them say they're willing to do CPR, you know, even in a public situation. Mm-hmm. But we really don't have a system to notify them that there's a cardiac arrest next door to you and the other side of the restaurant right, from you. Right. So PulsePoint fills that gap. It's really okay. a citizen engagement tool. And uh, so hopefully we take those CPR trained folks, many who may be CPR trained through the uh, HeartSafe Alliance, and we give them a tool where they're able to intervene. You know, we think of cardiac arrest really as um, something for first responders to do, mm-hmm. but it's really a community-based problem and it takes a community-based response to get there. And uh, that tool we released on Saturday is just that tool to help the citizens 
do that. Okay, so this is an app that you could download on your phone. It is, that's right. Called PulsePoint? PulsePoint Respond. Okay. So PulsePoint Respond, and then there's another app that goes along with it called PulsePoint AED. Okay. So PulsePoint Respond is the one that will notify you of the cardiac arrest, and you can choose your alert notifications. And uh, for James City County, we have many of our other calls are out there, so you can choose to be alerted to some or just if you want to monitor the activity of the fire department, it's, a, it's another engagement tool to let you see what we're out there doing. Uh, but you can choose to have those CPR alerts enabled. And if you do receive one of those alerts on Pulse Point Respond, uh, in addition to the AED location, it'll also give you CPR instructions. So maybe it's been a little while since you took your course or you're not super comfortable. It'll give you um, a counter to help you with the compressions and also kind of gives you a quick how-to um, in case you need that some assistance doing that. So how does Pulse Point know that there's somebody in sudden cardiac arrest? Great. So it's an integration with our 911 center. Okay. So when our um, call takers in the 911 center receive the information and they choose what's called a nature code, and that's the type of incident that they're going to dispatch to police or fire. And when that happens, um, Pulse Point is uh, kind of always watching the data and it automatically triggers the Pulse Point activation based on the nature code of cardiac arrest and sends those alerts out. Um, oftentimes that alert, it's occurring a little earlier in the call sequence. So okay. those alerts are going out maybe even before the responders have been dispatched. Wow. So it really helps folks in the close vicinity get a start. We know that many of our first responders downloaded the app and are planning on carrying it as when they're out in the community off duty. And it, uh, we hope that the citizens will do that as well. Okay. So say that somebody has a heart attack in their home. Would it alert people that somebody on Boxwood Lane has just had a heart attack? That's, that's a great question. So the the alerts are only for cardiac arrest, so not okay. just for medical calls like heart attack or trouble breathing. They're only for cardiac arrest, and they're only for public locations. Okay. So we know that privacy is important, folks, and so you know, we hope that you have a relationship with your neighbors and things like that, or your CPR trained to help your own family members. Uh, but as far as sending out to the Pulse Point app, it's only for those public locations. So we're looking at businesses out in the community, parks, um, common areas within a neighborhood that we would consider public locations. Okay. Now, you said something that everybody else may completely understand, but I thought a heart attack was cardiac arrest. That, that's a great thing. Um, a great question. So a lot of folks are uh, have that confusion between a heart attack and a cardiac arrest. So a heart attack is caused by a blockage in the blood vessels that are supplying your heart. Okay. Um, so we hear those folks having bypass or having stents placed. Right. right? Cardiac arrest is in the electrical activity. So there is a change or, uh, or in some cases, no electrical activity in your heart causing it not to beat or not to beat uh, sufficiently. Okay. So one of those most common is called ventricular fibrillation. And that's really where our AEDs come in to, uh, to shock your heart okay. and restart that electrical activity in the right form that huh. causes the heartbeat. That's very interesting. Yeah. I had no idea. You had said that there were two apps. Yes. There was an AED. Yes. So the Pulse One AED app allows uh, folks out in the community, if you are in your business or a doctor's office that you visit, um, we've, we have some out at Bush Gardens that citizens have uh, noticed the AEDs in the cabinets, and they can use the Pulse Point AED app. You enter the location, a little brief description of where it's located, and you take a picture of it, and it allows you to drop a pin on the GPS location. So which side of the building is it inside or outside the building uh, where that's located? And then those get sent to us in a pending status. Okay. And then we go out and verify, yes, it's really there. And that's really the, the picture of it. Um, and we approve that and it goes live so that if you're using the Pulse Point Respond app and your alerter for CPR, when it tells you the location of the AED, we know those are accurate. Uh, so that will actually show up as an AED on the map. 
And that's helpful even for first responders. I would think, like you've said, that are off duty. Absolutely. They don't carry around an AED with them. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay. (laughs) All right. Now, what if, okay, I have not been certified in first first aid or CPR since babysitting days, I don't (laughs) think. So what if I was interested in learning more about becoming certified in CPR? Sure. So there are a number of places around that do certification CPR. Sometimes they're offered over their rec center, and um, uh, certainly all of our first responders are certified. The important thing we want the public to know is you don't have to be certified in CPR. Okay. Um, that you do if you're in babysitting or lifeguard or first responders. And some places require you to be uh, really certified where you receive the card. Okay. Um, in this case, we really want people to be CPR trained in hands-only okay. CPR for the community. Um, we offer those in a variety through HeartSafe Alliance. We offer a variety of classes, uh, typically about an hour, and we do a small group. Um, although the actual training portion to you to learn CPR and use an AED we can probably teach you in 10 to 15 minutes Wow! Uh, very focused group. So we want folks to understand that it's not a terribly difficult skill. Um, it's just something you need to have done before. Um, okay. We have a, a lot of mannequins that are CPR trained that they give you an indicator, a click when you've done the right depth and okay. the right compression rate. Uh, so we want folks just to have a chance to do that. Um, understand the AED and the general operations and they talk you through how to, um, what buttons to press and, and those types of things. But uh, it's just nice to have folks who have experienced that, Sure. Um, in training. So uh, there's a lot of different places that offer those, but we're, we're really pushing since uh, the start of the year. Heart Safe Alliance has trained over a thousand people in hands-only CPR in wow. the greater Williamsburg area. And we're going to continue that trend throughout the rest of the year. Okay. So that was our goal for the whole year. And we met it last weekend during the health fair. Okay. So, wonderful. Yeah. And it's only October. It's only October. Very good. And so how do people get in touch with Heart Safe Alliance? Yep. We have a website, which is heartsafewmbg.com. Okay. So you can check out the Greater Williamsburg Heart Safe Alliance there. And we also can check us out on Facebook, which is the Greater Williamsburg Heart Safe Alliance Facebook page. And we're posting information about courses that are upcoming. There's a lot of information out there right now after launching PulsePoint mm-hmm. about downloading the app and kind of how that works and answer a few questions folks have. But you'll see a lot of information out there, schedule the courses, uh, any of the health fairs we're participating in. Uh, you'll see you'll see that information out there. Okay. Now, I know that something that I've heard people talk about is concern for liability. When if you perform CPR and you accidentally break a rib sure. or something like that, are how, tell me about that. Sure. So you're really covered by the Good Samaritan Law, which is, okay. means you, helping is better than not helping. Okay. Um, so w- we hope that folks have been trained. And even if they haven't, again, it's not a terribly difficult skill and the app will talk you through it. But we really want you to be trained before you select the CPR uh, alerts uh, on PulsePoint. Mm-hmm. And, and we do get that question about liability. But really, the breaking a rib is unfortunately common with CPR. Okay. Um, however, it's better than not doing CPR. Sure, absolutely. Uh, so we want folks to not be worried about that. They really are protected by your. They are trying to do the right thing. You're you're not malice in your intentions, and okay, um, and you really are covered under the Good Samaritan Law. Okay, very good. Yeah. Is there a cost for the app or for the training? So the training is free. We're offering okay. it free. Uh, there's no cost to the citizens for downloading the app. That is free to the public. And the app has been provided to the fire departments through the partnership with the hospital system. And they received some civic donations and some donations from individuals that helped fund that project. Okay. Um, It's really been uh, a nice thing for our community. Okay. So lots of opportunities to be trained. The app is on, or the ability to download the app is with everybody with a smartphone. 
and it's free. Absolutely. So yeah. there's not really a good reason not to do it. Yeah, this week we've seen kind of a steady incline. We're able to see the number of followers, certainly not who they are or mm-hmm. anything like that, but we are seeing, seeing the number of followers, and we've seen a steady increase throughout this week, and uh, we're over 290 followers now. Wow. Um, with, uh, about 190 of them have the CPR enabled option. Okay. Uh, so we hope folks that it kind of talks you through it, but we hope that folks, when you download the app, you take the time to look through the notifications. And if you're comfortable and trained in CPR, we want you to select that CPR enabled. Don't be concerned about it alerting you um, in the middle of the night in your neighborhood uh, because, again, we're looking at the public locations, and it'll give you that alert. All right. Well, Ryan, thank you so much for coming on and talking about this great new program. Yes. Thanks for having me. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. All right. But as you know, now we get to the part where... The questions. Yeah, the questions that you're not ready for, which are my favorite ones. So these are pretty easy. Okay. Okay. Good. All right. The first one. So when you are not busy being the fire chief for the county, what hobbies do you have? Well, um, so I have uh, three daughters. Um, mm-hmm. Two of them are still at home with us. They're four and seven. Wow. Uh, so we spend a lot of time um, with those two young ladies. And, <laughs> um, our older daughter uh, frequently visits our home and, and uh, still enjoys time with her parents as well. So um, we're out with them a lot. And uh, we have a boat. And nice. we spend a lot of time during the summer uh, out in the river and uh, looking at dolphins and going to the beach and um, that's really kind of been our probably our biggest hobby is really just being out in the boat and enjoying the sunshine and out on the river. Very nice. Now, do you go out on during the winter or just summer? Uh, sometimes I go fishing in the winter. Okay. So, um, but uh, the girls definitely like warm weather. Sure. So they are not uh, not going out when it's cold and windy. Okay, they're smart. Yes. Yes. Okay. Very good. All right. Do you like or dislike surprises? Uh, dislike. Dislike surprises. Yes. yes. I kind of like to know what's going to happen. Okay. Well, yeah. which kind of makes sense. I would imagine you have plenty of surprises as a first responder. We do. You know, um, uh, it's interesting. We, I've had this discussion with folks before about um, surprises, but yet in first responder world, most things are a surprise. Right. Um, but we, we do spend a lot of time training and trying to prepare ourselves so that hopefully we, um, even though we may not know what's coming, we've at least experienced it before. So. I don't like surprises. All right. Very good. All right. Last question. What's your karaoke go-to song? <laughs> Sweet Caroline. Sweet Caroline. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. yeah I, don't, um, I don't do karaoke, obviously, very often. Right. Um, but if I did, it would probably be Sweet Caroline. Very, very yeah. good. Good choice. So, well, again, Ryan, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, Renee. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, that wraps up this episode of This Week in James City County. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, please take a moment to go on our website. We're at jamescitycountyva.gov slash podcast. And while there, you're going to be able to find all of our episodes as well as a form where you can give us feedback, let us know of other show ideas. We'd love to hear from you. And also be sure to subscribe. That way you are never going to miss an episode. So that wraps it up and we will talk with you next week.